G'day from Australia, Juan here. I wanted to take a little bit of time to go through some of my favorite quotes, some of my favorite bits and pieces from Tribe of Mentors by Tim Ferriss. This one right here. So I've done a, a book review on this one, short, quick and dirty to give you a bit of an idea of what the book is and what it felt like. But now I want to deep dive into a couple of quotes and I'm not going to pull out all the quotes because if you know the book and you sell my review, there are quotes galore in here. There'd probably be, be over 200 that at least are specifically called out. Tim has his own probably odd hundred and then you could extract even more out of it. So I'm not going to delve deep into that front. Uh, what I'm going to do is just go and talk through the, the fact of what are the ones that resonated with me, why they did and why potentially they might with you as well. Um, so look, let's get started. One of my first ones that I pulled out here um, is a question that helps answers many others. And Tim hits it up this up in the book right at the beginning. What would this look like if it were easy? So this is a particular query or way to ponder a, you know, something that you want to do. So if you're looking to run 100 meters, 10 kilometers, you're trying to achieve something, just thinking about it of what would this look like if it was easy? What would be the way that you would undertake it to be as easy as possible? And it kind of lends itself to being uh, as efficient as possible. So what would be the most efficient way that you could do this particular goal or task, right? Minimum amount of effort, maximum amount of value. Another one in there was John Dewey's Didem. Uh, a problem well put is half solved. Love this one. Uh, I loved it in the fact that the the book of Tribe of Mentors, Tim puts together these uh, questions in, in really well-articulated ways, almost in a way that it helps the individuals who are replying back in this book really answer and give you value in a really strong way. So yeah, really, really enjoyed it. It also made me think personally, um, you know, putting together uh, problems um, or trying to find solutions. I've got to sometimes retrospect and go, actually, the principle is I've got to articulate it well enough so that then I can present the, the final solution in a much easier way. So there's no point in asking, uh, why is the sky blue? Um, but if you put that together in a bit more of a specific understandable problem or question, you'll find the solution will be a little bit easier to come around. Um, another one here was from Samin Nosrad. Uh, Even the best gigs don't last forever, but nor should they. Um, again, great quote. Uh, really enjoyed this one for the fact that, you know, it's, it's not to be expected that everything that you're doing is always going to be fantastic and there's going to be long-term um, something we've talked about in the past in mere mortals is you know you look back in the in history you know companies are not there forever uh things are not always going to be the, the same state in um the same status so you expect to change but you know when things are coming along that are great don't be expecting them to be there forever um and neither should they because there's always going to be change and transitions um that was an awesome one uh the Pavlovian style. This was not not so much a quote as, as a, just a little sentence that I really enjoyed it. Uh, saying things to be a Pavlovian style, i.e. the by way of repetition. So Pavlov, uh, that, that sort of uh, articulation comes from Pavlov, which uh, I don't know too too deep, but it's from the, the way that uh, training of dogs through repetition was done. One of the first sort of ways or articulated ways. Um, this one actually really struck me as uh, awesome. Um, I love when I find different words in different languages that you know we we don't uh, see or really understand in say whether it's English uh, or there's certain things in Spanish that you might say which don't really translate uh, to other languages as well and sort of gives you 
almost uh, a definition on an emotion. But this one I pulled out was sisu. And I hope I'm saying that right. A Finnish word. And it actually means the mental strength to combine, sorry, to continue to try even after you feel you have reached your limits. Um, sisu. What a, what a great uh, definition there. Um, one of the other quotes, uh, pursuing what gives you bliss over happiness. What a great quote. One of the things a lot of people um, really get stuck on is how how can I be happy? How can I really be chasing happiness? How can I be more happy? All these sort of things. And this particular cause of just chasing what is pure bliss over happiness was twofold. One, it kind of pivots a little bit of that that word structure. It's not so much that you're just trying to be happy, um, but you can be blissful uh, pursuing things that are hard or it can be tough, but still be in a state of bliss. It also, the way that this quote was actually determined was... Happiness is almost the, the normal level, right? The base level. And pure bliss is how can you get to those upper Eclion levels of, um, I guess, you call it bliss. Um, Debbie Millman, she has a, if you are doing something you love, uh, you don't want work-life balance. I couldn't agree more. Uh, at least personally for myself, uh, I, I want to be doing things that you know you love, you enjoy to the point that it, it you know you're not thinking oh well it's the weekend it's it's this and that you just you're doing it for the sake that you love it and it's enjoyable. Um, this one was a, a great one too. Um, reasoning by first principles, and here they you know the example is a chef, um, and reasoning by analogy, and here is a cook, and it's not to say that one of them is right and one of them is wrong. It's just to say that there are different ways of reasoning. Um, so if you example of a, a chef by first principles, um, you know the basic foundations of something. And so with those basic foundations, you can go and create many things. You don't need to know the exact process to make butter chicken. But if you know the base foundation of how to make a good cream, how to make good chicken, et cetera, et cetera, you can then extrapolate that through and do a lot of other things. I like that as well because it, looking back at my sort of younger days in physics and maths, um, you know, and engineering, you, you learn a lot of things by first principles and you can extrapolate that to solve quite a number of uh, problems. But then there's also the reasoning by analogy and that's by uh, sort of that, that cook where by analogy is from almost a direct recipe or an order enabled to sort of follow that procedural. Um, and you can go between the two, right? It's a dichotomy between the two. So I really enjoyed that, that particular one. Um, another one in there and everyone, everyone loves this. Ego is about... Who's right? Truth is about what's right. Love that. Awesome. Um, you know, ego can be really stuck with the individual. You know, you're really battling yourself to being like, okay, well, is it you that you that tried or is it me that tried? Uh, in the end, the truth is just what is actually right. Um, sometimes we forget about that. We forget. We 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 think that uh, ourselves is the, is the only truth when it's really it's really our ego trying to figure out who's the person who's right as opposed to what the actual truth is. Um, to finish off, you know, for this particular ones on the quotes, something that summarizes and not giving away too much of you know what the the book here provides, but. You know, one of the things that Tim summarizes with is in, in the end, you know, to be successful, um, you actually need to not focus so much on being successful. Um, and I know it's a little bit counterintuitive, but the whole pretense of it is like the more you focus on something, the more it's going to be both harder to reach and um, for you to be affecting on it. And you're always going to be really, I guess, on tenterhook thinking about it, right? That you're gonna be, you have to be successful. You have to be doing these things, all this pressure and all this stress. And you'll find that, you know, following other things as 
you know, things that make you blissful, things that make you happy, ways to be de-stressed, focusing on the things that you love. In that roundabout way, you'll end up reaching success regardless. And that might not be what you initially intended it to be if your mindset is, hey, well, I need to be a millionaire. And that's what success means. In the end, it might, it might mean that, you know, you pursue completely different things. You find bliss in other ways. You find love in other ways. Uh, and in the end, you look back and go, actually, now I'm successful in what I thought was success wasn't ever the um, the case in the first place. So anyways, there's a couple of quotes from Tribe of Mentors by Timothy Ferris. I would definitely recommend if you haven't checked out the review as well, go and take a look. But yeah, grab the book, give it a bit of a read, understand, learn. Ladies and gentlemen, one out.